1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. October 8th, 2020. Celebrating the nutter and discussing the top 50 heroes of cinema. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you?
2: Hello. Good day. It is. It's good day. It's a stressed goodness though. Uh
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Would you care to elaborate?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't wanna bring the energy down, but the reality is. We've got a few people with a bit of a cold virus in the house. One of them is the Nico. Yes. He's not so great with pain or discomfort.
2: Listen, once again, you're going to crap all over the legitimacy and severity of the man cold. Yes. It's real. It's verified. All 50 states, I believe even internationally now, (laughs) and you're going to act like it's not a big deal, like he's overreacting. I think you're underreacting. Baby, so.
0: He hasn't slept in a number of nights, which means I also haven't. And also, and bonus, constant fussing and crying. Yeah, day.
2: that's so the best part.
0: I did take him to the doctor. The doctor cleared him, said it's a cold. Yeah, so.
2: he's, well, she didn't say it like that. No, no. Because she is a medical professional and she knows the severity of the man cold. Mm-hmm. She She said, I need you to sit down. Okay, this is—it's not as bad as it could be, but it—it is a man cold. I'm afraid. (laughs) Megan felt faint. Uh She was. I did faint. Brought some refreshing spring water.
0: (laughs) I like how this is turning into a whole thing in your mind. It was, yeah. You're living it out. It's very real. Anyway, I have a a bit of a sore throat myself. My voice is a little.
2: A little wacky, so... Okay, well, those things are not enjoyable, but as we've discussed, because we've had a handful of less than ideal things occurring in the last several days, we've said that's still not a reason legitimately to yank us out of gratitude and... It's made a difference. It makes
0: a huge difference. I go back when I am starting to feel real disconnected from the flow I want to be in. I just listened to that chapter on gratitude from our friend Big D. Big (laughs) D.
2: Watch him waddle.
0: (laughs) And it helps me get my mind back in the right space. So, here we are.
2: All right. Well, here we are, indeed, on October 8th. Happy National Fluffernutter Day.
0: Fluffernutter.
2: Now, you're familiar. We talked briefly about this. You were familiar. I didn't. I thought a Fluffernutter was some type of a candy bar thing or something. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. For those of you also who are not fully educated in this fine piece of culinary art, mm-hmm. it is a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow fluff.
0: Yes, I you have a whole thesis in the notes. I haven't yes. read any of it, so I'm I'm ready to hear. Well, what you found out about the old fluffer nutter. I'm, so you've never had one, as I've, far as you know.
2: Not that I know of. No. Now I have taken marshmallow cream and I have spread it on an oatmeal cream pie <laughs> and then slapped another oatmeal cream pie on top and made a sandwich that way. Yep. It is a delight. Yeah. I've also dipped Oreos in marshmallow cream. That's also wonderful. You've been known to eat the marshmallow cream straight from the jar by itself. Well, sure, but that's the less civilized way of doing it. (laughs) We all get there. Sometimes, and sometimes you don't use a spoon. You go straight in with the old hand and work.
0: very unhygienic. Zero out of ten, do not recommend.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, it's not like I recommended people scratch their ass first. It's... Hopefully if your hands are dirty you wash them on a regular basis and it's not like, well, I guess I don't get to eat today I haven't washed my hands and I don't I'm not going to just to eat. <laughs> Why'd you make it so weird?
0: Oh no. <laughs> I just don't want people dipping their raw, uncleansed appendages. Uh, Coming
2: straight in from the sandbox, hey I need some fluff or nutter. Screw the spoon. Yeah, I like the texture. <laughs> <laughs> To okay. so me, that's the epitome of dirty.
0: Okay. I don't know why. I just, well, I know why, because for reasons that I'm sure you have, um, you directly and exclusively associate sandboxes with cat poop. Oh, well, of course. I, when Daisy was a toddler, we eventually ended up getting... Someone gave us a sandbox, I feel like. Yeah. We had to go that get was, the sandbox. That
2: was one of those... Oh, thanks gifts. Yeah. It wasn't like they bought it for us. No,
0: it was like, a, we're getting ready to move. You guys want this? Yeah, here it's perfectly good. Yeah, perfectly good sandbox. And I was thrilled because I knew Daisy would love it. And you were like, cat crap. Yep. Now we got cat crap in the yard because we have the sandbox. And was, I was I wrong?
2: Like,
0: I, we had a cover on it. I don't remember it being cat crapped out.
2: Okay. Well, memories being what they are. <laughs>
0: To the old there is nutters. some
2: fascinating stuff here. Do okay. you have any clue how old the marshmallow is?
0: No, I have no idea.
2: You would think recent history, mm, right?
0: Seems like a fake food, so yes.
2: Right? Marshmallows date back to the Roman Empire.
0: What? Yes.
2: That's crazy. Yes. The traditional recipe includes powdered marshmallow root, the marshmallow ah. being a, a flowering plant oh, yeah, of some yeah. kind. Okay. Um so this, now the, the current, uh, where, where am I in my notes? Yeah, yeah. So Roman, and it was used, uh, the fluff was used uh, by them as a homeopathic remedy. Yes. It was used for inflammation of nearly every kind that you can think of. Respiratory, stomach, uh, used for diarrhea, stomach ulcers, constipation, all kinds of stuff. It may have, in fact, been the true snake oil that actually worked. Okay. That we missed all these years later with the uh, guys that traveled in the wagons selling the cure-alls out of the back. hmm They were just missing that one magic ingredient.
0: You know, having traveled in the natural uh, family life circles for a long time, I actually have heard of marshmallow root, different kind of, like, applications of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of those things where, like, the plant was just named that because yeah. it looked like a...
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the only right. area. Honestly. No, and there's there's plenty of stuff like that. Yeah. It's a valid uh, assumption. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Dang it. Blur, blur, blur. Think up things that are entertaining in your mind. I'm going to completely blank out on what I was going to say about that. Anyway, uh, so the the specific, the marshmallow fluff associated with fluffernutter. nutter. Yes. That was created in 1917 by Archibald Query of Somerville, Massachusetts.
0: There we go. And
2: I do not know if his version had any marshmallow root in it. Dang it! I just remembered what I was going to say. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So pausing on that thought for okay. a moment. Okay. Um, and I hate to beat a thing to death, but we're—I mean—we're going to naturally every day talk about the things that we are consuming and interested in in our day-to-day lives and it's not pushing an agenda just a piece of information i found interesting as i have continued to read and listen to things by dr saladino Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things because one of the the potentially contentious things about this carnivore Mm -hmm. diet is well what about your vegetables right And he does point out a lot of things that are actually tremendously harmful from vegetables, can be, cumulatively harmful over time. Stands by what he says, but what what he does say additionally is that where plants really excel is medical benefit. Okay. This being a, a prime example of that, I don't think probably anybody would want to sit down and eat a marshmallow root. Right. But if you... Grind the powder, use it sparingly, whatever, uh, with minimum effective dose, that big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Okay. So here we go back to 1917. Archibald has created this, he sold it door to door until sugar rationing during World War One halted him. Okay. Um, so then in 1920, he ended up selling the recipe entirely to Durkee Mower, or Mower, I don't know how you pronounce that, Incorporated. He sold it for $500. Nice. I did not look up to see what that converts to today. It's not a ton of money. Um, now, to market it, and they went wholesale with it. I a lot of respect for their commitment. They yeah. saw a thing. They had a plan. They created a fifteen-minute radio show that aired uh, to to promote this. They published a cookbook with recipes for using the fluff.
0: Okay, nice.
2: Same guys now, long time business, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, because that was in the in nineteen twenty in the nineteen sixties. They created and trademarked the name Fluffer Nutter and what a Fluffer Nutter is. Oh my gosh! Uh, and then in the year two thousand six, they were not uh i don't believe still around at that point their company though mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in 2006 a proposal was made to make the fluffernutter the official sandwich of massachusetts Uh
0: uh-huh, yes
2: and brigham's ice cream which i'm assuming is a brand that would be familiar to folks in that uh, regional brand uh-huh, yes. um, they introduced fluffernutter ice cream Now, the state proposal ultimately failed, but the ice cream was a big hit.
0: Okay, good to know. Uh,
2: And then in addition to that, the first Marshmallow Fluff Festival was held that same year. Uh, And then, most amazingly, perhaps the greatest accomplishment of Fluffernutter to date, in 2012, it orbited the Earth.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: How, you ask? Well, it built its own rocket. No, (laughs) it didn't do that uh sunita williams and i hope i've pronounced your name right ma'am sunita williams of nasa uh also she she was the commander of the international space station she brought it along Declaring it as her own favorite treat.
0: Good so for you, Sunita. Yeah. Take it into space.
2: I thought that was pretty entertaining. Definitely. All over something that I had misidentified as a candy bar or something. Yeah.
0: Some yeah. I feel like you'd enjoy a fluffernutter nutter. it's made up of the food.
2: Probably would. I at this point, though, my, my system's wait. running so clean, I'd probably have a terrible reaction to go, something that purely sugar.
0: It'd go right through Yeah. As they say.
2: Well, or we'll right back out or something. Something. All of the exits would be utilized. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let's don't find out then.
2: Uh, good. Yes, I agree.
0: All right. Well, uh, it is October 8th, as you pointed out. Yes. With it being National for Notre Day. Now, in 1918, this takes place during World War One. Mm-hmm. So go back in your mind.
2: Oh, I'm there. I usually, was there.
0: It feels like <laughs> before you started to... Uh, or was this when you were mentoring? Henry
2: I was Ford. mentoring from afar. We had to do so through yeah, mail telegraph. mail and telegraph for a time because I mm-hmm. I did feel it important to serve my country.
0: I don't know how, when, or why the Henry Ford mentoring joke began, but I appreciate your commitment to it. Um, okay, but- My
2: family is known for creating a lie and telling it so frequently <laughs> and so authentically that they begin to believe it themselves. Story checks out. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, this is during World War I. A single, one single U.S. soldier killed at least 25 enemy soldiers and captured 132 prisoners. That man's name was Alvin York, one of the most decorated mm-hmm. American soldiers of World War I. In, and so that was in 1918. Mm-hmm. In 1941, a film about his life is released titled Sergeant York. I've not seen the film.
2: I can't remember. If I've seen it, it was so many years ago, I just would only remember snippets at yeah. best. It's a vague, vague... The name, though, is it, the wildly name familiar. Is, yes,
0: definitely. Well, Alvin had previously refused to authorize a film version of his life story, but he did finally yield eventually, and he accepted the money to fund his religious and charitable endeavors.
2: Good dude. Good dude.
0: Ultimately, the American Film Institute, also known as the AFI, yes, in the biz. It, it,
2: for those in the biz.
0: Ranked that film, Sergeant York, 57th.
2: The AFI
0: did? Yeah, the AFI. Okay. Yes. 57th in its 100 Most Inspirational American Movies. And then they went ahead and rated Alvin York, the movie character based on the real life person, 35th in its list of the top 10. 50 heroes in American cinema. Fascinating. Yes, it is fascinating. And,
2: and anybody who's thinking, well, how come he didn't rank higher? Keep in mind, they're ranking the heroicism of the character, not of the human.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, pause. I forgot to
2: okay. pop my well, down. Well, I'm not going to pause it. Just open your bed. Wait.
0: There. You're not going to edit that out? That is bet. not
2: worth my editing efforts.
0: That's bad audio. That's
2: part of life. If uh, Warning, and pretend like you heard this at the beginning of the episode, if you're triggered by cans opening, <laughs> you may not want to listen to this episode.
0: Um, in case anyone was interested, I opened a LaCroix
2: Hibiscus. Yes. Is that your new reigning favorite? New
0: reigning favorite.
2: It overtook Limoncello. It did. Or limoncello. La <laughs>
0: yes, it did. Okay. I enjoy the hibiscus. It's good.
2: Have you ever had a, a real limoncello? You have. I have. Because I brought it to you. Your client. Yeah, Love I had. It. I had a client that made it. Now I would look back and say their family at the time mm-hmm. was far more interested in just alcohol, period, than in flavor or niceties. I
1: respect that. <laughs>
2: yeah. and so I, I'm. I i do not know that. She did a whole lot beyond stuff a lemon rind down in a bottle of Everclear or something, uh, but in any event, she kept them in her freezer. She had her freezer was going out, yep. and she offered, or I actually, I offered to help uh, package stuff up, store it in our freezer until she got replaced, That's whatever. Right. And in the process, she gave, said, "Here, drink this," and yeah. I said, "Okay."
0: That was before we had really discovered the deliciousness of a, of a hard liquor.
2: Yes. So I yes. think it, for both of us, we were like, whoo. Yeah. Okay. Well, top 50 heroes, that's a pretty interesting concept, mm-hmm. right? I had no idea that I should have known because we we rank everything in this world. I had no idea that there would be. A list of top fifty heroes from cinema. Mm-hmm. Sounded interesting. I pursued it. I found the list and I thought it might be fun to walk backwards through that list and <clears throat> discussing the characters if we have commentary, if we've heard of them, not whatever. Okay. So number 50 from the movie Gladiator. Uh-huh. Portrayed by Russell Crowe, General Maximus Decimus Meridius. Okay. Do you need your glasses?
0: I do need my glasses. I'm like, can you read this? I feel like I'm at the eye doctor. Now,
2: you've not not watched this movie, right?
0: Um, You know, I feel like it's one that we've rented, because that came out in 2000. I feel Mm -hmm. like we rented and watched it together, and I probably snoozed most of it.
2: From a a man perspective, I would assume I have a man's perspective. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Tremendously powerful hero story mm-hmm. um, persevering through being mistreated and and yeah yeah really really strong uh, certainly I, I've never lived anything quite like what he endured but I certainly as well we can all identify a difficulty that we've fought through and kind yeah. of unite with the character great totally. hero okay
0: <clears throat> Number 49 is uh, the character Andrew Beckett from the film Philadelphia. That came out in 1993, and Andrew Beckett was played by Tom Hanks. Okay,
2: I don't remember if I've seen this or not. I
0: haven't. It's, it came out, uh, it's about a, a man who has AIDS. Okay, yes, yes. And it came out in the early 90s, reflecting back on the AIDS crisis of the late 70s and 80s. And so I've not seen it. it kind of came out when you and I were in high school. And we, I mean, I probably was literally not allowed to see it. Yeah,
2: that sounds familiar as uh, well.
0: But, you know, Tom <clears throat> Hanks being the incredible actor that he is i'm sure it is he's a fantastic character
2: yes well we have the governator Uh playing the terminator in specifically terminator 2 judgment day because this is the one where in the first one he's a bad guy in the second one he's a good guy
0: i did not know that until you pointed that out the other day so so when he turns good he's good enough to be the 48th best that's right hero
2: of all time that's right
0: Um, So next we have the 1983 film Silkwood and Meryl Streep portraying the character of Karen Silkwood. This is a classic of this sort of whistleblower genre of story and storytelling. Um, Feels like, and I have seen bits and pieces of this. I'm sure peeking around furniture when I wasn't supposed to be watching it, but my parents were, I feel like. Um, But yeah, she does a... It's a remarkable performance of a woman who, uh, you know, stood up against a, a corporation for on behalf of the people. I feel like the people of a factory were getting radiation poisoning.
2: Okay. I also, feels, that feels vaguely for me. I
0: also vaguely feel like it might have taken place in Oklahoma in real life. Okay. Everyone's screaming at their phones right now. That's Everyone okay, at yeah. a certain age or
2: older. <clears throat> it's, anyway. it's fine. Yell all you want. We'll make more.
0: Mistakes, for yes. sure.
2: Batman, 1989 Batman, but not just any Batman, specifically the Batman played by Michael Keaton. And I agree wholeheartedly. Yes. Just like any other movie series where there's a hero that's played by multiple different actors. There's yes. always a livid debate about who was the best. Yes. I will absolutely side with those who say Michael Keaton was the best ba- bast? The, the best Batman. Bast, but the, the bast. He's not a best <laughs> He's a good he's a good Batman.
0: I'm for sure Team Keaton on this one too, there's no doubt. Oh, here we go. Let's go back in film history. Old there's yeah, some oldies in here. Exactly. Well, the forty-fifth hero on the list is Zorro. And this is not just any Zorro, this is the nineteen forty mask the Mask of Zorro film. And this time around, Zorro was played by Tyrone Power. Nice. That almost doesn't sound like a real name. Tyrone
2: Power. Who knows? It does not. The 40s. It. I don't. I don't recall a time in history where Tyrone was the kind of Hollywood name you'd run across. Right. Exactly. Uh, maybe I'm mistaken. If that's the case, so be it. It's not the last I time. don't know that I've seen the original. Maybe parts of it. Uh, what I remember far better is. There was a, a television series. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
2: this is restricted to movies, this is so I, I, film I know. Just because where... it's from
0: right the American film. Right, Institute. right.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, I think you're up.
2: The well, from uh, 1971, Jim Popeye Doyle, portrayed by Gene Hackman in The French Connection. I cannot recall either seeing this one either. Um, maybe just parts of it. Who knows? I know. For I'll sure. just have to trust that, until this that, very
0: moment, but... that he
2: was a good hero. Okay. This one, though, I'm going to steal it because okay. I I agree with it. Yeah, we I remember about watching this.
0: this literally did. Watching the
2: 1956. Well, we, we talked about the Ten Commandments. This is 19. Yes, we did, and that's what this is. I'm sorry. Uh, the 19, I was looking at the character name. Oh, okay. So, once again, blithering through this 1956 <laughs> production of the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston as Moses. And it is epic, and he, he gets all into it and, mm-hmm. uh, in a very Charlton Heston way, yeah. as, he, as he must.
0: Heston's going to Heston. That's
2: right. It's good. It's good.
0: All right. Well, number forty-two on the list is the character of Father Edward, played by Spencer Tracy in the nineteen thirty-eight film *Boys Town*.
2: I have seen this.
0: My gosh, how have you seen so much classic cinema? Well, because you weren't allowed to watch much modern.
2: The yeah, I mean the we would rent. We rented a lot of black and white stuff. Okay. A a lot of older flicks, Mm -hmm. and certainly anything that, or from the thirties, forties, fifties. 60s. This is stuff my parents would have had pre-familiarity with mm-hmm. to be able to feel safe in letting the VCR babysit me.
0: Okay, all right. That makes sense. I can dig it.
2: 1939, the character Arthur Chipping, portrayed by Robert, how do you say that? Donat. Yeah. In Goodbye, Mr. Chips. And then while I've heard of that, certainly I don't think I've ever seen this.
0: I, it, same thing. I've, I've heard of it. Okay. Definitely never seen it.
2: Ooh, you want that one. I do. 1973. This may be the one of my first exposures to Al Pacino as he played Frank Serpico in the movie Serpico. It is stellar. He is a hero. This is another instance where he's trying to do the right thing. People are, are trying to hold him down. He, he's a, a cop inside of a corrupt police force, oh, and he's trying okay. to reveal that. Ends up getting shot in the face. Dang. But he survives Whoa. Uh, and, and does not lose the fervor for his cause.
0: Okay. All right. Soft. Never seen it, but good to know. Oh, here's a good one for those of us who love peppers yeah. on the list. At number 39, the character of Lassie. Yes. From the film, not the TV series. That's right. But the 1943 film Lassie Come Home, played by a little collie named Pal.
2: Pal. Probably not little, though. Lassie was not a little dog. A
0: big old collie named Pal. Yes. All right. Lassie's a good hero.
2: Oh, 1931. Definitely have not seen this one. Uh, City Lights is the name of the movie. character is The Tramp, played by Charlie Chaplin. I don't recall seeing any Charlie Chaplin stuff.
0: I've never seen a whole movie of it, but I've certainly seen clips. And I do think that probably the most um, uh, pervasively shared clip it would be his performance as the Tramp in City Lights.
2: Yes, yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, at number 37 on the list is the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi, played uh, by Alec Guinness in the 1977 film...
2: Star Wars. Indeed.
0: So what does he do that's um, heroic? I honestly, (laughs) really bad at Star Wars mythography. So
2: he is the, he is the one who, I can't, now I'm forgetting the storyline a little bit. He, he crosses paths. I can't remember who sought out who. Okay. But he crosses paths with the young Luke Skywalker. Yes. Right after Luke, who'd been raised by extended family members, they are killed and he, somewhat rescues but then mentors and trains uh he is the the whatever the star wars terminology is stop screaming at your phones the the one who trained him up until he went on for further training with the yoda
0: he was not the padawan
2: and i think the padawan is the is the trainee the trainee yeah. okay yeah all right the master maybe i don't know i don't know either but he did a good job all right 1969 and I would agree with this one entirely. The character Rooster Cogburn, portrayed by John Wayne in the movie True Grit. And the original True Grit, not the garbage remake, the original I owned it on VHS. Dang. I think I watched it until the tape broke.
0: Oh my. Yes. So Rooster Cogburn was a
2: sheriff. A deputy. He was he was soldier. A form of law enforcement <laughs> kind of bounty hunterish in that in the okay. nature. Um, he is the reluctant hero. Oh, okay. and okay. it is uh, Maddie, whatever her last name is, mm-hmm. as the other character who requires help, kind of twists his arm into help. She is the one who helps bring out the hero oh. in him.
0: Okay, that's a great trope in an adventurish story. Yes. Well, here we are with our boy. Yes. Number 35, Alvin York, is the character played by Gary Cooper. Great film, uh, legend in American film. This was in, the, again, as we mentioned before, the 1941 film Sergeant York.
2: Yes. Jewelry
1: isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
2: This one surprised me a little bit, but I think it's because my recollection of this character is not affiliated with the original film. Mm-hmm. I can't look at it and know absolutely how epic or not this hero was. Yeah. But the 1932 version of Tarzan the Ape Man.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: is Johnny Weiss- Weissmuller. Weissmuller. Yes, playing Tarzan. Okay. Careful. I almost, I almost code switched into crazy German. I know.
0: Yes. I was going to say you didn't German that one up. Don't,
2: don't poke the German bear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is a film I've never seen that I feel like I should have. This is coming in at number 33 from the 1996 film Fargo. The hero is the character of, is this the first woman? No, Karen Silkwood was already on there. Okay. Character of March Gunderson. Played by Francis McDormand. I've not seen it, so I can't weigh in on her heroism.
2: I I feel like I've seen snippets of it and yeah. remember that there was snow involved and I don't like cold things. So yes. <clears throat> other than cold drinks. Ah. I don't like cold weather. Okay. Nineteen forty six movie, The Big Sheep, the hero mm-hmm. is I'm sorry. Now I need your glasses. It's not The Big Sheep, that I don't believe is a movie at all in the history of man. It is The Big Sleep, which is different than Sheep. Yeah. Although you might have a blanket made from a big sheep that you use on your bed to sleep. Yeah. But the movie is The Big Sleep. Okay. The hero is Philip Marlowe, the... Actor is Humphrey Bogart.
0: Okay.
2: I've never, and I know this probably makes me a horrible American, I've never been a big Bogart fan.
0: You, sir, are a horrible American. I've
2: honestly thought he's a bit douchey.
0: Oh, well.
2: Wow. So, there you go. You'll like this one. I, I like it and it is, I love it. It. A, it is a great hero. It actually ties back...
0: Mm-hmm. To
2: what was your what, 47
0: was, number, Karen 47 Karen Silkwood?
2: Yes, this, uh, in fact, when you were mentioning her, yes. this is what I was thinking of. I wanted to say, oh, like a modern day or more modern day, this yes. person.
0: Yes, so coming at number 31 is the character of Aaron Brockovich from the 2000 film Aaron Brockovich, played the character played by Julia Roberts. Again, a great one in the sort of whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Uh, take on corporate wrongdoing and stand up for the people who, in this case, I think it was like water. There was like water, and it was water because yes. yeah, yeah, like there was like poison or toxic, toxic mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. in the water. And the, I do remember there being a scene around a conference table, and they're serving water, and the attorneys for the corp, you know big bad company or whatever, right. and they're. Of course, making the claim that there's absolutely nothing wrong with the water, and it comes out that they've served the water from this town. Uh,
2: and it was kind of a gotcha yes. moment. She is, she does a fantastic job in this. Yes. She is a fantastic actress. I don't think probably celebrated enough.
0: I agree with that, and I think this is one of the roles where she really plays against type in the sense that this is not a romantic comedy right this is not sweet charming julia roberts she really shows a lot of acting skill mm-hmm. in playing Erin Brockovich, and it's a fantastic movie i haven't thought about it in a long time it's a great watch yeah
2: coming in at number 30 and this one is special to me okay the year 1967 the film cool hand luke luke or lucas goes by luke jackson is played by paul newman this was my dad's favorite f- favorite movie, perhaps of all time. He oh, did wow. not watch a ton of movies with us, but I remember renting this. He didn't know he saw it was on, and he sat down and watched it with us. yeah, and would would quote lines from it in the weeks to come that he yeah. recalled from watching it there's there's I think his favorite scene in the movie is where Paul Newman's character, Luke, takes the bet that he could eat 50 eggs, 50 hard-boiled eggs. Mm. And he ultimately does. And it is it is painful to experience it with him in the movie.
0: It's, so, it's painful to even think about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Okay, well, coming in at number 29 is the character General George Patton. This is from the 1970 film Patton. And General Patton was played by George C. Scott.
2: I don't think I've seen it.
0: I know for sure I haven't.
2: I've also not seen this next one although I've heard it referenced many times yeah uh, 1957 movie 12 angry men the hero juror number eight played by Henry Fonda
0: mm-hmm. 12 angry men I taught that play when I was teaching English it's um, focuses on obviously a jury the Twelve angry men and I cannot remember like the main storyline or the story arc to it I don't
2: I feel like it's He's maybe a holdout that prevents a, oh, a wrongful conviction. Yes,
0: I think you're right. I think you're right.
2: Okay. A theme repeated at times. Yes. In the cinema.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, next on the list, this is a sort of a twofer mm-hmm. coming at number 27 are the characters of Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein. They were played by Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman in the 1976 film. All
2: the president's men. Robert Redford is a classic yeah. dude. He is the classic man. Yeah. Gentleman, dresses well, proper, all the things. Also though with a very uh, varied he was not typecast completely. Right? Had some good roles that kinda of broke that, but just as a general person, seemed like a pretty good dude, unless there's something I'm unaware of that he's been convicted of and I didn't know. In which case <laughs> I retract all statements.
0: You never know these days. That's
2: right. Well, this one's another one of the those that gets specific. Okay. Because there are so many different yes. instances of the hero. Yeah. The hero is Superman, but specifically from the 1978 Superman movie, which was Christopher Reeve, another yes. perpetual gentleman.
0: Hmm. Yes, and definitely a classic film hero, comic book hero. You know the whole thing. Yeah. All the heroes. All the heroes. Okay, number 25 from the 1942 film, The Pride of the Yankees, is Gary Cooper's portrayal of Lou Gehrig.
2: Right on. Didn't see it. No. Um, 1991. I don't think I've seen this. I think I I saw a few scenes and was like, yeah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the, the heroes are Thelma Dickinson and Louise Sawyer from Thelma and Louise played by Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon.
0: I know I've never seen this start to finish but I do know this was one that was like sort of playing in the background at a sorority retreat. We'd go on retreats once a semester and eat pizza and watch movies and stuff so i was sort of like tangentially watching it because this was yeah. 1991 when this came out and then i was in college in the late 90s so it was that sorry fairly recent film at the time but i've never sat and watched the whole thing to know the heroism they
2: portrayed yes yes uh that one's you
0: oh okay uh next on the list number 23 is the character of terry Malloy, played by marlon brando in the 1954 film on the waterfront I'm not sure I've seen that.
2: Um, of of all of Brando's work, I think maybe the Godfather movies mm. are the only ones that I really recall him in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that I've seen this one either. <laughs> not, not the me. original. Uh, but the 1960 movie, Spartacus, the hero, of course, Spartacus, played by Kirk Douglas. Mm-hmm. Which also serves as a reminder of how... Long that guy's career was. Oh my goodness!
0: Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, now we're at spot number twenty-one. This is certainly a worthy entry on the list. Character based on the real-life person of Mahatma Gandhi. This is from the nineteen eighty-two movie Gandhi, and uh, Mahatma Gandhi was played by Ben Kingsley in that film.
1: So he
2: is a weird dude.
0: Ben Kingsley is? Yes,
2: not Gandhi. Okay. I would never say anything against. Him publicly.
0: Okay. <laughs> but Ben Kingsley. So ben for... is a
2: little bit of a wild card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good to
0: know. Good to know.
2: Hey, we got another double. All right. 1969 movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the heroes being Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, portrayed by Paul Newman and Robert Redford.
0: Yep. Here we are with Robert
2: Redford again. And I think I've seen that one. Can't remember for sure. Obviously, it didn't leave too deep of a mark
0: clearly all right coming in at number 19 is the character of virgil tibbs played by the iconic Sidney poitier in the 1967 film in the heat of the night nice
2: i did see that okay big surprise here 1938 the adventures of robin hood the hero robin hood played by errol flynn
0: Yes. yes. I have
2: seen that many times. Have you? It's a little ridiculous from modern day eyes. Yes. Uh, But, yeah, it's good. It's good.
0: You're really good at movies. You can do this next one. Oh, I I love this one. I
2: still love this one. I'd watch it if it just randomly came on Netflix instead of all the other garbage. But the 1971 movie Dirty Harry, The Hero... Harry Callahan, played by Clint Eastwood. This is another instance of the kind of reluctant, angry hero.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that, because the film's called Dirty Harry, and the, if the hero's name is Harry... He's...
2: He he pushed the boundaries of legality in his police work. Okay. But had his own code,
0: mm-hmm.
2: would not have ever mistreated somebody that didn't deserve it. Okay. Probably not a great barometer for today's police work. <laughs> But it worked in 1971,
0: okay? All right. The 70s were a time. Okay, next on the list is the character of Shane, played by Alan Ladd in the 1953 film Shane.
2: I cannot recall this. I feel like it may be Western-themed, but I cannot recall.
0: Probably. I feel like the 50s were a big
2: Western era. Do you want that? Do you have any idea what that is?
0: I don't, but uh, I'll go ahead and take this one. Okay. Coming in at number 15 is Sally Field's portrayal of Norma Ray Webster in the 1979 film Norma Ray.
2: No idea. No idea. I have no commentary other than the fact that I have no commentary. Well, once again, from Star Wars, 1977, we have... Han Solo, or as some people know him, the German version Hans Olo, played by Harrison Ford. We've shared this story before.
0: Yes.
2: But go ahead. For those who have not heard it or seen it.
0: I mean, the story is that for like until I was in my late 30s, maybe even into my 40s. I thought the character's name genuinely was Han Solo because you, you never hear. it. Well, I mean, okay, I'm sure that in the movies themselves, people refer to the character as Han, but I and I've never I've you watched... just
2: added the S for them. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I, I think I watched. I know I watched Return of the Jedi when it came out, and I was like six years old. And I'm not. It's not my
2: universe,
0: so I haven't gone back and rewatched it. But when the twins kind of started to get into some Star Wars stuff, right?
2: And uh, who knows? They may have been saying. Well, I'm sure they were. To help you (laughs) along the path.
0: But we do have a long-running joke in our family about Hans It inspired
2: a whole (laughs) strange-voiced German character that I sometimes slip into.
0: It's the origin story of your German uh, uh, character work, for sure.
2: Um, That was mine, so you got the next one.
0: Okay, well, so at number 13 on the list is the character of Oscar Schindler. Um, this is Liam Neeson's portrayal of Oscar Schindler from the 1993 film Schindler's List. As I recall, as I recall, and that's not great, uh, Oscar Schindler was in the Nazi army, but he took some measures somehow to protect some... Of the Jewish people and others who were headed to the concentration camps. I don't think
2: I've watched this. I know I have. I think at the time that it came out, which I would have been a movie goer. Yeah. That it felt far more severe than I was ready to deal with.
0: Exactly. Yeah. We were teenagers. We yeah. were We were just thinking about movies where you could make out. Wasn't that the theme of a, a Seinfeld episode? That somebody... Got caught being really inappropriate in the movie theater, and it was like during this. Yes, a I think you're list. right.
2: I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. There's honestly, though, I mean, not to poop on your recall here, but there's probably a Seinfeld episode for nearly every <laughs> every inappropriate thing that you can think yes, of. Yes, yes, so yes. So even if there if there's not, there should have been. I'll call Jerry later. Yes, uh, we'll we'll hash this out. Uh-huh. Well, 1940 film, The Grapes of Wrath, which is a fantastic film. The hero, Tom Joad, played by Henry Fonda. Okay. Grapes of Wrath, of
0: course, based on the John Steinbeck novel. Yes. All of John Steinbeck's work is near and dear to my heart.
2: It is a national indeed, treasure.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Well, speaking of national, some things. <laughs> Coming in at number 11 is good old Jimmy Stewart's. Portrayal of Jefferson Smith in the 1939 film *Mr. Smith Goes to Washington*.
2: James Stewart is another I I consider an iconic men's figure. Somebody that it would be good if men aspired to be Ah,
0: like. Okay, and he is
2: is definitely at least again the public facing portion. Uh, not including any expunged criminal record that we may not know about, he seemed like a pretty dang good dude.
0: Okay. Well, he
2: was good to portray Jefferson
0: Smith for that movie. I've never seen it.
2: Now, this next one is an epic movie, much like The Ten Commandments, all of that. In fact, I think as, for a time as a child, I often would confuse these two movies. Okay. But the 1962 movie, Lawrence of Arabia, the hero, T.E. Lawrence, played by Peter O'Toole. All right. Great movie.
0: We've broken into the top ten now.
2: That was number ten. Yes. yes, We are teetering and preparing for the plunge. Are you ready for the countdown? There will be no drum roll. We have no (laughs) drums. And I don't know how to work the keyboard that Daisy got, which may have a drum track on it. May
0: have a drum track. We don't know. I don't know. All right, so T.E. Lawrence was number 10. Number 9 is the character of George
2: Bailey, portrayed by, again, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy, stacking them in there. Yes. Not to be forgotten.
0: That's right. 1946 film, It's a Wonderful Life.
2: Great movie. Also one that we had on VHS, and I recall when I got my wisdom teeth out, it may have been the only, one of the few movies we had, and I think I watched, or I at least started that movie a million times falling asleep asleep. in a drug-induced stupor yes
0: i bet you had some delightfully jimmy stewart inspired dreams
2: yes this one i'd completely forgotten about but i absolutely agree with coming in at number eight from the 1986 film aliens we have sigourney weaver playing ellen ripley Mm -hmm. that was such an epic movie and such a hero
0: I've not seen aliens, but from what I understand, she's the captain of a ship, right? And is sort of thrust into the hero role once yes.
2: aliens
0: invade the
2: Yes, the ones situation? that grow inside of you and yeah. punch the hand out of your stomach or whatever it was that came out. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Yucky. Super creepy. Super yucky. There's a, there's a fight scene where she's wearing a, a robot suit, like for working in space and has to wear it to fight the alien. Ah, uh, yes. Excellent.
0: Yes, yes. This this
2: one's absolutely big favorite. 1976 movie Rocky. The hero being Rocky Balboa played by Sylvester Stallone. Mm -hmm. And I believe this was his breakout role.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Sly Stallone. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, coming in at number six, one of the best movie performances maybe of all time, of our time, I feel like. This is Jodie Foster's portrayal of FBI agent Clarice
2: Starling. Hello, Clarice.
0: Hello, Clarice. In the 1991 film, The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, This is a movie that I have not only seen once or twice. I've seen this one multiple times. It's spooky every time. Yes. It's disturbing every time. And Jodie Foster is incredible.
2: Her, the pairing. Yes. Her and Anthony Hopkins Jr. together. I don't think you could have picked anyone besides those two and had as electric and fantastic of an exchange yeah they played so well together yep
0: yes 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 so she's definitely a great hero in that
2: yes okay the 1952 movie high noon the hero being marshall will kane played by gary cooper did not see it
0: no i definitely (laughs) haven't
2: I was busy in 1952. I was unable to make the premiere. And if I can't see the premiere, I refuse to watch it.
0: All right. Or you, something. That might explain why you've never seen the 1942 film of Casablanca.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But coming at number Does four Does it
2: mean White House? I do not know.
0: <laughs> coming at number four on this list, though, from Casablanca is Humphrey Bogart's portrayal of Rick Blaine. Yes. There you go.
2: He's a hero. Hero indeed. Here's the real hero. 1962. We just talked about this the other day. We
0: did. Because
2: we'd come across the,
0: mm-hmm. the
2: premiere or release or something of this. But it is the original James Bond movie. I did verify that after Okay,
0: the There we go. The
2: first James Bond movie, Dr. No, with James Bond, being played by Sean Connery. Now, again, this being another one of these instances where... James Bond, the character, has been played by multiple actors over time. There is the ongoing rabid argument over who's the best James Bond. Well, plainly, it's Sean Connery. He's the one that sits at number three on the list.
0: Yeah. That I think that settles that. Point. So,
2: all naysayers go pound sand,
0: pound sand, as they say. You forgot to make this really dramatic. That was number three. We're in the top three now. You're in the top three. Okay, number two. I do wish we had a drum roll. Imagine a drum roll in your mind Imagine. right now because number two is uh, the character, the hero, Indiana Jones. That's right, played by Harrison Ford in the 1981 film Raiders of the Lost. Arc.
2: I feel tremendously old knowing that that came out in 81.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> As does Harrison Ford, probably.
0: Yeah. Now Number this one has
2: to be you. Number one.
0: Number one on the list. Everyone, imagine in your mind right now what you think this is going to be.
2: All-time movie heroes. All-time
0: movie heroes. Number one spot belongs to Atticus Finch, portrayed by Gregory Peck in the 1962 Version film version of the classic American novel written by Harper Lee, uh, *To Kill a Mockingbird*.
2: I can't argue with it. Yeah. I can't argue with it. I would actually argue with number two. I don't really? think Indiana Jones deserves to be number two.
0: Okay. On this list. Spicy take on that. I would
2: push Connery's Bond ahead.
0: Okay. Interesting. Even
2: even if he was absolutely. A more accurate definition of toxic masculinity than uh, he's he's not not what you want to replicate today.
0: Yeah, but
2: was, yeah. he he's a more iconic hero to me. Indiana Jones feels like less of a hero.
0: Yeah, I know that's so true. Yeah, I would agree with that. He just
2: saves old crap, not people. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Interesting choice there at the top, but we, we're definitely in full agreement with the list of number ones. Yes. With Atticus Finch by right. Gregory Peck.
2: Well, it's probably time to go check in on our victim of the man cold. Uh huh. Make sure that he's surviving. I haven't heard any wailing or gnashing of teeth. I know. So perhaps things are okay, but we need to go check it out. So. Are we going to whirl? Or are we on Hot to World? This is all of the watches. You know what? I do have one thing I need to bring up for World.
0: Okay.
2: Yesterday I had discussed uh, Ratchet. Yes. And at the time I'd seen one episode. Okay. And for the protection of those involved, I hope nobody ran out and like power watched the whole thing. Because I think I'd only seen one episode and very quickly. Um, it gets very sexually weird. And oh. very consumed by it. Sexual things. So, okay. if that's your thing, go okay. power watch it. Go for no it. judgment here. Yeah. If it's not, it may not be the right series for you.
0: Alternatively, and on the completely opposite end of the spectrum, I slept downstairs with the baby last night because he's a nightmare in and of himself. <laughs> no, not as a person, but his his behavior was. Yeah. And so, since I was by myself downstairs, I watched something I don't think you would ever watch. It's on Netflix, a Netflix original called Emily in Paris. A number of the awesomes had recommended it, and it's a very darling, interesting, good, fun escape. Okay. Go follow character Emily. She works for a marketing agency and gets moved to the Paris office, and hijinks ensue from there. So
2: is your compromised sleep entirely due to Nico, or is it partly Emily's fault?
0: (laughs) It might be partly Emily's fault. Fair enough. So that's all we got
2: for world that's all i had planned if there's anything else you i mean we just gave you 50 heroes to go watch in a movie absolutely and probably should at least see one of them by the way this list is on wikipedia if you want to go check that out if you look up uh afi's 100 years or 100 heroes and villains you will get to this chart Excellent. And I have a feeling we may visit the villains for Saturday's episode. All
0: right. Sounds good to me. All
2: right. Well, I do hope, quite sincerely, that everyone out there has an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: There are many variations on the Fluffernutter. Some people toast or grill the bread. There is even a Fluffernutter panini. Though there doesn't appear to be an official Fluffernutter candy bar, there are many recipes for Fluffernutter bars. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found.